Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. You're commuting home with Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis on 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night Show. First, we're saving America. Then we're saving New York. Then we're saving New York City. Now we're making our way up to Connecticut. We're going to talk to Connecticut GOP Chair Ben Proto. Uh, welcome to Cats at Night. In the room with us, we have Judge Weinberg. We also have Craig Eaton. We have Vito Fisello, who's the Staten Island Borough President, John Katzmatidis, and myself, Lydia Serrani. GOP Chair Proto, what's going on in Connecticut? Give us the lay of the land. Well, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Uh, lots of good things going on in Connecticut. Uh, we're looking forward to an outstanding November. Uh, we uh, believe we're uh, in position to uh, ride the red wave across the United States uh, and unseat uh, some incumbents, most notably uh, Ned Lamont and our all-time favorite uh, Dick Blumenthal. So are there any issues there as far as crime? I mean, we're having some crime issues. I know in upstate New York, we're having them here in New York City. What is the situation there? And that seems to really be kind of spurring on this this uh, common sense wave, at least here in, in uh, downstate. Uh, same in Connecticut. Uh, you know, during COVID and uh, in the 2021 and early 2022, we, we saw a uh, large increase in crime, particularly juvenile crime. Um, along with, um, you know, an increase in uh, car thefts, an increase in break-ins, an increase in actually Hartford had its highest uh, murder rate, homicide rate in almost 20 years. Uh, So we're seeing uh, a large increase in crime in Connecticut, uh, particularly among violent crime uh, and juvenile crime. And a lot of that is related to legislation that the Democrats past related to juvenile crime and juvenile justice, uh, where it was literally impossible for police officers or judges to get information regarding previous arrests of juveniles. And so under the law, they had to be released within six hours of being arrested uh, without uh, anyone knowing what their previous history was. And if a police officer wanted to try to extend the hold period, they had to go to a judge and get the judges okay to do so, but the judge was not allowed to see the juvenile's record. So, yeah, we have a crime issue, uh, our parental rights issues. As you know, Connecticut did away with religious and medical exemptions for children vaccines. So if your child is not vaccinated, you are not allowed to attend any school in the state of Connecticut, public or private. Ben, this is Vito Fasella. You know, a lot of folks know the New York state politics. There's upstate, there's Long Island, there's the suburbs, there's New York City. How would you characterize the Connecticut uh, geography, if you will, as it relates to politics, and how do you see it flowing towards the Republican way this November? So uh, I would uh, kind of divide Connecticut into three three sections. We would have Rhode Island to what would be roughly uh, what we call the Route 9 Connecticut River area, from the Connecticut River to roughly the Housatonic River, and from 
the Housatonic River to the New York border. Um, and we would have Fairfield County and Eastern Connecticut. Eastern Connecticut was a strong supporter of Donald Trump in both 2016 and 2020. Uh, Fairfield County less so. Uh, Fairfield County, as you all know, at one time was heavily Republican. Uh, and we believe they're going to start coming back as they, uh, they saw a, a large increase in crime. They were some of the first towns in our state to uh, fight against the mask mandates in school, the uh, regionalization of our schools. Hartford wanted to take over our local zoning and require um, Hartford to dictate how our towns would develop. Uh, that really hit Fairfield County very hard, uh, and we've seen a large increase in folks really uh, rebelling against the Hartford takeover of their towns. Remember, Connecticut doesn't have counties. We have 169 separate little towns that run from populations of about 800 to populations of 170, 180,000 people um, without counties. So when you start dealing with little towns and trying to take it over, people tend to get very parochial and not very happy with uh, our friends in Hartford. Yeah, as our son uh, Dylan is a proud alum of Fairfield University. I know that area very well, and I think you, if you can tap into that and, and – let people decide instead of uh, the folks up in Hartford. Yeah. You'll be in pretty good shape. Well, we're out of time. Exactly. And, uh, I want to thank the chairman of uh, uh, Ben Prado. And uh, thank you for coming on. And uh, thank you, uh, our two GOP people in the uh, in the studio, Craig Eaton, 10 years GOP chairman of Brooklyn, and uh, uh, Vito Facella, borough president of Staten Island. Thank you. You guys do a great job. And a common-sense Democrat. Judge Richard Weinberg, thank you for being there. And my sidekick, Lydia Serrani. And what do we stand for in this uh, studio? Truth, Truth, justice, and the American way. Thank you, Jim.